right now. Today is the day that you choose to change the rest of your life. It is time to turn your setback into the greatest comeback story ever told. And nobody is more capable than you. This is the Ranting Weight Watcher Podcast, the future number one weight loss podcast in the world. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please subscribe and spread the word of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast wherever you are and to whomever will listen. If you'd like to connect on social media or wherever else, check out my Linktree page, Linktree forward slash the Ranting Weight Watcher. Let's connect today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 148 of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome. Welcome to the show. Please consider subscribing if you enjoy it. And most of all, if you know anyone who is in the same position we are in, and they can use this help from this podcast, please tell them about the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast. Well, I have a lot to talk about today. Let's get into this! Journey updates. I am up this week one pound. For the month of July, that's a total of 1.6 pounds up. Total loss since January 2019 is 161.8 pounds. Total pounds remaining to get to the 175-pound milestone is 13.2 pounds. Total pounds remaining to get to the 200-pound milestone is 38.2 pounds. Week 5 of Phase 2 was a bad week. Let's just say it bluntly. So, to be honest with you, a one-pound gain this week is pretty, um, if you ask me, it's pretty good considering my averages here, which we'll get into in a minute. But four of the five days, four of the five weekdays that we're working on here, we ended with a fail We went over the calorically and we went over carb-wise as well in most of those days. Um, The one thing I could say to you most is a lot of my journey is predicated on structure. And suddenly when you take, you know, time off from work and you're spending time with family, things become very laxed as to what time you wake up, what time you do everything because, hey, look, You just don't need to anymore, right? But with that comes the proof. Now, if you've been here for any amount of time, you already know this. I built my entire journey, my entire success, based on the idea that I would never once allow myself to feel hungry. And the reason for this is I always felt the most dangerous choosing what I was going to eat when I was already hungry. Even if I already knew what I was going to eat, if I waited till I was hungry, 
I would still make poor choices in the moment. So it became the goal to never, ever feel hungry. And I got so detailed with this that I would literally document when I felt hungry. And then I would, out of all the things I like to eat, I would schedule something 30 minutes before that time period to make sure I was never hungry then. And that's how my entire journey has been built based on scheduled eating so that I am never, ever in the position to feel hungry. And here we are, four and a half years later, and 160 pounds lighter. So it, it, it is proof that even now, four and a half years in, with this level of success, I still need to make sure that I never feel hungry. Because the majority of the extra calories that I'm going to get into came because we were out and about doing things and all of the scheduled eating kind of just got pushed. And it's like you're out and doing things and all of a sudden you blink your eyes and four or five hours has gone by. And you should have eaten maybe two times during that time. So it's an anomaly. You know, it is what it is. I can't go back and fix it. So if anything, this is one of those weeks where I can tell you that I earned the gain and I never have a problem being able to say I earned a gain. I never have a problem with that. It's when I don't feel like I earned it that I have a problem with it. But even then, I'm not allowed to dwell on it very long. So week 13 calorie average over Monday through Friday was 2,578 calories per day. The goal is 2,300, so that's an average of just about two or 300 calories over per day during the week. The week 13 protein average was 269 grams per day. The goal is 229. I always say that if I'm going to go over on any one of these things, protein is going to be my go-to, so I'm not worried about that one. Week 13 carb by average is definitely up 220 grams per day. We know the phase two goal is 199 grams per day. And the overall goal is to get down to 144 grams per day. Week 13 fat average is 77 grams per day. And the goal is to get to 90 grams per day. We're kind of about to start the beginning of a journey, so to speak. On January 16th, if you are joining me for the checklist challenge, you know that you're about to start a journey with me. Now, some of you are versed in how to do this. Some of you, uh, this is all brand new to. Some of you are just hearing this for the first time and you're wondering what is the checklist challenge. You can listen to episode 147. It will explain the whole thing. And before the 16th, you can pop over to my Facebook groups. I have two of them. I have the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast group. But the challenge is being run from the RWW Consistency Challenge group. If you join that group, I'm going to be primarily running it from there. If you don't have Facebook... We're working out something on Connect and Weight Watchers app. 
if you make posts with the hashtag checklist challenge, and if you tag me in the post at ranting weight watcher, I'll be able to hold you guys accountable. If you want to be a part of this checklist challenge again, if you don't know what it is, listen to 147. If you're interested and here you go, you know what to do. But in the beginning of a journey of any type of journey, it doesn't have to be necessarily weight loss. But we start that journey with a declaration, typically. Maybe we're fed up. Maybe there's some sort of emotion involved, right? But we make a declaration. Like, this is my goal. We have these wonderful ideas of what we're going to do. We have these wonderful dreams of how easy it will be to do it. And then we throw deadlines. Yeah, I'll be a size two by the time I have to go to my daughter's wedding. No problem. I want to lose 40 pounds by the time I go to the Bahamas. Over the last few weeks, I have talked about when we set goals like this, we are also setting the level of work that is required to get to that goal. Every goal has a checklist of work that needs to be done to achieve that goal. For one person losing 20 pounds when they're 400 pounds, the checklist will be small. I dropped my first 50 pounds just changing food. That's all I did. I didn't exercise for the first 50 pounds. And I I started off here almost 400 pounds. The day I walked into Weight Watchers, I was 396. But the week before that, on my birthday, when I weighed myself and I made my wonderful declaration, I was 403 that day. And that was for the second time in my life, I was over 400 pounds. When we make all these declarations, so many of us don't even realize the work we are setting up here. There's also some other anomaly that gets introduced here. And that is the reward cycle. This happens to everybody. It's part of the cycle that is trying to achieve healthy weight loss. It's just part of life. In other words, the perfect example of this is January. What is everybody thinking in January? It is time to get back to the gym. I need to lose some weight and I'm going to do it this year. That's what everybody on the planet is thinking in January. That's the declaration. Right? And now the reward cycle begins at this moment. At the moment you start your journey, your reward cycle begins. You made your declaration. And so you choose a plan, you choose a program, and you decide, I'm going to do this, I have the willpower, I have the ability, and I'm going to get to work. 
So you have the determination to do it. And then someone teaches you some rudimentary ideas of how it works. And you have the determination to apply that knowledge to what you're doing. After a little bit of time, you'll notice a small amount of success. And now, depending on the amount of success, you might feel really good about that success. And you may want to reward yourself for that success. I'm not saying everybody does this. I'm saying many do this, including me. So you decide to reward yourself with the stuff that you've been trying to avoid so that you can become healthy. So you go out. You have a little bit of a reward dinner. I'm I'm allowing myself to have a reward. But here comes the rest of the cycle. That reward, that taste. I've had episodes where I talk about when you avoid something for a long time and you do well avoiding it and then you get that taste and then all of a sudden you can't think of anything but that taste, that taste, that reward leads to craving. This is another part of the cycle. Craving the reward again. Even though you didn't necessarily accomplish anything, there's nothing to reward yourself for. You didn't do anything additional. But now you're craving it because you had a taste because you decided to reward yourself with that. Now, however long you can go and say, no, 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 we're not doing it, we're not doing it, we're not doing it. Eventually, the next part of the cycle is a ritual. And that ritual is whether you're going out and you're rationalizing the need for it Maybe you found the first thing to go wrong to say, oh, I just need to forget about everything for a while. And then you go and you have what it is you've been craving. Whether it's an emotional situation at home, uh, a stressful situation at work, whatever it is. Sometimes people look for the excuse to fall backwards because they really just want one of those things. But that ritual doesn't end there. Now you start to eat it regularly. When you start to eat it regularly, the more often you eat it, the more you feel like a failure. When you start to feel like a failure, you're also uh, uh, having to deal with guilt and shame that comes with it. And eventually... We complete the circle that when you spend enough time with guilt and shame, you become angry and then you make your next declaration. And now we are at the end of the circle and the beginning of the next cycle. But that's a perfect example of how many go through it. The reward cycle is real and it's, it's there. And it causes many to stumble and fall over and over and over again. Somebody can go through all of these stages on a daily basis. I know 
I was one of them. For others, it could be a weekly basis that you go through this entire process. Bi-weekly, monthly, whatever you want to talk about here. It doesn't really matter. A cycle is a cycle. It doesn't matter how long it takes. If you don't break the cycle, it's always going to be there. That cycle kills the majority of the weight loss journeys that ever begin. Every year. Perfect example. Every single time I attempted to lose weight post my surgery. You guys know, if you went to episode one, you know my story. I had the surgery. In one year, I went from 460 pounds to 277 pounds. One year was not enough time to learn the things, the lessons I needed to learn in order to achieve what I needed to achieve. So, the behaviors never changed. And the behaviors never changing led to me wasting the next 15 years of my life going back all the way to 403 before I made my declaration in 2019. But every time I I tried to lose weight in that time period, during those 15 years, every time I tried to get serious, it was like a magic number. The magic number was 20 pounds. I would lose 20 pounds... And I would lose it relatively easily because I hold so much water that 10 pounds could easily be water weight. Just by making the proper decisions, the body releases inflammation and with that release comes water weight. I would drop 20 pounds. People would start complimenting the way I look. And they'd say, you look great, man. Keep going. Keep doing what you're doing. And every single time, I would feel really good about losing that 20 pounds, and then I'd hit the reward cycle. I would decide to reward myself for the 20-pound loss with the food that I had been trying to avoid that caused me to gain all the weight in the first place. What good is it? What good is it? And this happened so many times. We're going to take a break. Don't go anywhere. I now present to you the Ranting Weight Watcher Accountability Creed. If you choose this day to say this creed, you are accountable to me the author. You are also accountable to all of those before you who have taken the creed and all of those after you who will take the creed. But most of all, you are accountable to yourself. Now recite with me the accountability creed. Nothing can stand in my way because I choose to be unstoppable. My challenges crumble in my presence because I choose strength when I am weak. My insecurities have no power over my life 
because I choose confidence in the face of fear. I own every last one of my mistakes because I choose growth over mediocrity. The mirror and the scale are powerless because I move forward in spite of the result. Circumstances are not obstacles because I see solutions instead of problems. The demons of my past can no longer torment me because I choose to renew my mind daily. All things are possible as long as I believe because if God is for me, who can be against me? This is the creed I declare each day. It is about what I do, not what I say. I will learn the work that needs to be done. I will never stop, even when I've won. I will work consistently, no matter the cost. I refuse to believe that all hope is lost. I will work when I want to. I will work when I don't. I will work when they are cheering. I will work when they won't. I will work when it's easy. I will work when it's hard. The atonements that I've made are made with no regard. I will work when it's cold. I will work when it's hot because choices have consequences, justified or not. When I think I know it all, I will start back at one because regardless of what I think, the work is never done. And from this moment forward, when times are tough, I choose to believe that I am enough. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. And it got to the point where in 2019, when I started, I was actually stopping people from telling me I looked good. There were instances where people would say, Don, you're really looking like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Thank you so much. But I can't hear that right now. I can't. There were also a lot of other decisions I made because I felt like certain foods were very triggering to me. And I felt like I need to walk away from them for a while until I can control myself. Now, cookies were one of those things. Before Weight Watchers, I have told this many times, I had a ritual where every Saturday and every Sunday... I would wake up at 5 a.m. and that would be like two or three hours before everybody else in the house. It'd be my time to do whatever I wanted. Now, the majority of that time, that led to me going downstairs, brewing coffee, putting on a movie that I love that, you know, I can't really watch when everybody else is awake. But some of my favorites. It was my time. I would brew that coffee, I would queue up whatever movie, and I would have it all planned ahead of time. And every Friday, my wife would go grocery shopping. And every Friday, she would buy a brand new package of cookies. 
So I would have a fresh package for Saturday morning. And I would eat the cookies for as long as I had coffee. And then Sunday, wash, rinse, repeat. Whatever was left in the package would get eaten. I would go through the entire package of cookies with two days worth of a pot of coffee and whatever movie I was watching. But I had to find a balance. I did not trust myself around those things. Now, there's some people that don't recognize that. And they set grand goals and they set levels of work that are unsustainable. And even worse, they have an idea that they can do it all perfectly. You've heard me, if you've been here any amount of time, you've heard me talk about Quitter's Day. Somewhere in January, usually it's around January 17th. Let's just say it like that. So it's, it, the, name, the actual day changes every year. But it's somewhere in the teens. 13, 14, 15, 17, whatever. And it's Quitter's Day. And Quitter's Day signifies the day that the people give up on their New Year's resolutions. So only 17 17 days into the year, they have failed so many times that they decided to quit. And the reason for the majority of them quitting is because they thought they can do it perfectly. That's That's the reality of it. Because every time they saw it was imperfect, they would say, oh, no, no, okay, we'll just start again tomorrow. Rather than adjust in the moment, we'll start again tomorrow. And the next day, it was imperfect again. Oh, we'll start again tomorrow. And here we are, two weeks into the new year, and you're already ready to quit because you've attempted to be perfect that many times and you failed that many times. Are we seeing where I'm going here? Last week, I talked about this. I said, perfection is the cancer of consistency. This challenge is to build consistency in all of the behaviors that promote success in weight loss. All of the behaviors, everything I've learned over the last four and a half years, I created a challenge that is supposed to build those things in your life. And I am telling you that perfection will cause you to quit faster than my challenge. And I am here to nip it in the bud because Perfection is a delusion. There is only one perfect person that ever walked the face of this earth. And that was Jesus Christ. None of you would ever stand on any podium somewhere and declare you are perfect. Yet, you think that your journey could be perfect. Do you see how the two contradict You would never have the guts 
to stand at a podium and tell the world you are a perfect person, yet you believe you can create a perfect journey. It's impossible and it's unnecessary. Consistency is the only thing that's necessary. I told you last week that there was a holy trinity of behavior and the beginning of this challenge would be working on that holy trinity. The first eight weeks, phase one, tracking. Phase two, the second eight weeks, weighing and measuring. Phase three, the third eight weeks, moving. Each phase getting a little harder than the previous one. And I also told you that it wasn't ending in three phases. This is the beginning. And I told I just pitched you 24 weeks worth of work. 24 weeks. And if you're thinking you can do 24 weeks worth of work perfectly, you're already failing. Those three, the Holy Trinity, how many times have you decided to start a journey and how many times have you said, well, you know, tracking's not necessary. Weighing and measuring, I could eyeball it. Moving, I don't got time for that. I'll, I'll get there my own way. I'll tell the world I'm on Weight Watchers, but I'll get there my own way. I'll tell the world I'm on keto, but I'm doing it my own way. I'll tell the world I'm on intermittent fasting, but this is my version of intermittent fasting. How many times have you edited programs that were proven to work because you didn't feel like doing it? Because you didn't think it was necessary? Because you didn't think you had the time to do it. This challenge is concentrated on the three behaviors that are most important. They are literally the most important that they are the core of almost every single program on the planet. Tracking the food you eat. Weighing and measuring the food that you eat and moving. They are at the core. Are they that it? No, that's not it. They are at the core of every single program you could possibly choose. And they are the most common things that people skip over. And then when they get their crap results, they blame the system. They gave half-assed work. They got half-assed results. And they were unhappy with the system. All along, they should have been blaming themselves. That's what it's about. This idea of perfection. So many people were concerned about so many things after hearing 147. Why do you think I give eight weeks of time for you to get right? It's because I know you're going to mess up week one. I know you're going to mess up week two. Maybe week three, you'll get it. 
But that's the point. That's the point. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to be consistent. Someone who tracks consistently inaccurate is going to do more for their journey than someone who tracks perfectly on occasion. It's that simple. It's that black and white. You can test me if you like, but it is what it is. You're about to embark on a journey with me. And I, my most important thing that I need you to understand before this begins is that your idea that you can do this perfectly, if you don't get rid of it now, you're going to be one of the people that quit. Forget it. It's a unicorn. It doesn't exist. Perfection is delusion. It's a lie. You're in the middle of a desert and suddenly you see a lake. The lake isn't there. It's all sand. That's what it looks like. That's what perfection is. It's the lake in the middle of the desert that you're walking toward because you're so thirsty. I don't want you to be perfect. You don't need to be perfect. I need you more than anything to forget the idea of the word perfect. You have seven days in phase one to give me three full days tracked. Now, for the people on Weight Watchers, this includes foods that are zero points because I made that a requirement because I believe it is in a requirement. Weight Watchers will tell you they recommend it, but it's not necessary. You let the people tell you that you pay $45 a month to how unnecessary it is to track something that could end up keeping you on plan longer and paying that $45 a month longer. But in my challenge, if you want to be a part of it, you're going to track it. You don't want to track it, you don't want to be a part of the challenge. It's that easy. It's your choice, not mine. You're giving me three full days tracked, including every zero-point food you eat. You're going to make screenshots of your tracker for each of those three days. That means if I only need three, that means you can fail four of the seven days. Do you understand that? You can mess up four of the seven days in a week and still be a success according to phase one of this challenge. You can mess up more than you succeed and still be a success in phase one. I need you to get that more than I need you to succeed. And the people that are looking to be perfect, those are the people that are going to fall off first. And I'm trying to prevent that at all costs. I'm not asking you to be perfect. Nobody on this planet is. Nobody would ever ask somebody else to be perfect. So why is it you can look in the mirror and say that you want yourself to be perfect? All I want you to do is be consistent. 
that what is what this challenge is for. And it's for that over 24 weeks of time. It's not about the quick result. It's about the lasting one. And what I'm teaching you in this is something that's going to stick with you for the rest of your life if you grasp it and really put it to work for yourself. As I sit here, today marks exactly four and a half years that I am on plan. And I'm thinking back to that day one. When I look back, I could see a number of pivotal decisions throughout the whole four and a half years that if I don't make those decisions just the same way as I have made them, I never get to this point. I can honestly say that these decisions transformed my life. I have a question for you. If I told you that four and a half years from today, you would be able to look back at this moment and you would say that's the moment that transformed my life. If not for that moment, I would not be in this position. If you make that decision, four and a half years from today is January 9th, 2028. If I told you that on January 9th, 2028, you would be able to look back in time and say, that is the moment That transformed my life. Would you, right now, right this moment, would you push all the chips in the center of the table? Would you forget all of the excuses, stop looking for loopholes, and just do the work that's always been expected of you and do it like your life depends on it? Would you, if you knew guaranteed four and a half years from today on January 9th, 2028, you would look back on this day and you would say, that's the day that transformed my life. Would you go all in? This challenge I'm asking you to do, it's not going to be for everybody. And... It's not made to make you comfortable. Nothing about this journey is comfortable. If you're looking for ways to get to your goals, 
it's going to be a choice between comfort and your goals. It's never going to be both. People can live in delusions all they want. You can't have it that way. You're either pushing for greatness and you're uncomfortable or you're comfortable and you're not getting anywhere. It's that simple. It's that black and white. So what would you choose? Would you choose yourself? Would you go all in? Would you forget everything you've ever known? And would you stop making loopholes, excuses, and runarounds and do what needs to be done? This challenge has been created not to teach you how to lose weight. It is to teach you how to build a consistent habit. That's what it is. And I am taking you through every single step that I have just gone through over the past four and a half years to get here. In the effort that we make these same behaviors consistent in your life, if you're willing to put it all on the table, I promise you, four and a half years from now, you'll have your chance to look back and say, that moment is the moment that transformed my life. And thank God for that day. Because that's what it's about. We're all looking for this magical experience. We're all looking for this pathway to greatness. And I'm telling you, and I have told you before, the magic you are looking for is in the work you have been not doing all of this time. So if you want that magic, start doing the work. And don't do it just randomly here and there. Do it for good. Every day you have a checklist, check those boxes and be done with it. Get to work. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.